Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. <laughs> yeah, I do. Tickle me when I say it, but I do. Like I say always, it just is a constant reminder of, of how good God has been, of all the things he's brought me through, all the challenges he's allowed me to overcome, all the times he's forgiven me. All the times he's allowed me to get it all wrong and turn around and get it right. And I still got uh, a lot of challenges in front of me, still got a lot of changes I probably need to make. So my question to you is, what's stopping you from having the life that you want? What's stopping you from having the life that you want? I don't really know a person that doesn't want a good life for themselves or for their families. Now, I know a lot of people who have been beaten down by the process who, because of some mistakes and some setbacks, some mishaps, a set of circumstances, uh, sometimes just life just deals them a, a hand of cards and, and they just figure it's all defeat. I know a lot of people who have given up on achieving the life of their dreams. But I know they'd still want them if they could get to them. But they just allowed to settle for so many reasons. So who I'm talking to is you today. What's really stopping you from having the life that you want? What's really at the core of stopping you? What is that? Is it your friends or your associates? Is it the fear of what you think somebody else will think of you if you decide to change? Is it what I used to call the call of the wild? 
is the fact that you keep thinking that the thing that you're doing that's providing you these momentary moments of pleasure that really ain't really good or healthy for you, you don't want to stop doing that because you've got just a little bit more something else you want to do. I call that the call of the wild. You know, it's just out there. Them streets is calling you. Them lights is calling you. You know, them girls is calling you. Them guys that's on the wrong side keep calling you. You can't seem to make a decision by the right guy. You keep picking the wrong guy all the time. What is it that's stopping you from having the life that you really want to have? So whatever the reason you're choosing, that's the reason that's stopping you from having the life that you want to have. It's no good because at the end of the day, here's the real deal. See, God is available and God is available for all of us. And God has a plan for all of us. And God wants the very best for all of us. That's the truth of the matter. So now what we going to do to get started having that life? First of all, if it's your friends, I want you to understand something. Your friends can't save you. A lot of your friends offer no real help for you. Most of your friends don't have the answer themselves. I mean, it's just a wide range of reasons. And misery love company. So usually when your friends are in a bad position, they kind of like company in that bad position. Your friends ain't going to church. You're going to be their friend. They don't really want you to go to church. You know, your friends don't pray. So why would they offer up prayer as a solution to you? You know, your friends don't really, really get uh, the fact that if you treat people better, people would treat you better. So what's that? So your friends are a lot of times the reasons, you know, the peer pressure of what. And then the thought in your mind of what they going to think once they find out I don't do what they do anymore. Who cares what they think other than you? I mean, really, you can't let what somebody thinks of you stop you from having the best life you wanted to have. If I went by that theory right there, I would I wouldn't even be on this mic this morning. I would have never become a stand-up. I would have ne- had I listened to the people around me who clearly told me when I quit my job to pursue this, boy, don't you quit your job. You got a family. Boy, don't you do this. You ain't got no bit. That ain't, ain't no security in that. Get yourself a job. Go down here and work your brother. Go to work over here. Go. To- I heard all of that. I didn't let that stop me from pursuing this. Why would you allow that to stop you from pursuing your relationship with God so you can have the best life you could possibly have? You gangbang because they've convinced you that this is the family situation and love that you don't have, and they've convinced you that this is your only way, your only source of getting over. And then you drum up these ignorant reasons, man, for staying with it. But they sound so good when you're listening to everybody else you're surrounded by telling you why we gang banging, why we holding this block down, why we slanging this thing here right here, why we letting it go like this here. You keep listening to them when all in your heart of hearts, you know, this ain't right. You already know, but you allow that form of the call of the wild that wanting to be accepted by a group of people who trying to get you to accept a way so you can further their progress, to even prove that you worthy to be around them, you got to commit some type of crime. To even prove that you worthy to be around them. Then when you get busted on the crime, what happens to that? Where your family at now? 
they don't come down there to see you because guess what? They can't turn in their ID at the desk at a law enforcement center. So now your homies can't come visit you. And then, you know, your family back out here, they ain't taking care of your family because it's all about them. Then you learn that. What is it that's stopping you from having the life that you always wanted to have? What is it? Why are you a repeat offender? Why do you keep checking yourself back into that institution? Why, man? Why won't you get it together? Why won't you give God a try? Why won't you disassociate yourself? Why would you continue to be a part of a revolving door system and becoming the farm system for these institutions that ain't got nothing for you? But you keep going back in there, and then every time you go in there, and then your little homies or your gang-banging little, little silly little friends try to make you think that's a badge of honor. There ain't no badge of honor, man. That's one more, that's one more scratch on that record. That's one more that's one more nail in that coffin. That's one step closer to that third strike where you ain't gonna ever get out. It's one step closer to that graveyard. You keep on. Why would you not give God a try? Why would you not go and see what your life could really be? What is it that's stopping you? What is it? Because see, I got news for you. There's nothing like waking up free. I don't care who you are. There's nothing like waking up with the joy in your heart. Now, if you ain't going to be free, get the joy in your heart, the satisfaction of knowing that you're accomplishing something with your life. Help somebody behind them bars. Get in the program. Show these young cats when they come in a better way. But don't you dare sit there, man, and just ride it out. And, man, just, just go and get the fullest life that you can have. What? You know what it feels like to wake up and be on your way somewhere, knowing that you have something to accomplish, that you can change somebody, that you can stop somebody from going down the road you went down. It's a whole lot of ways to make your life better. But why would you not go and have the best life you can have? What is it that's stopping you? What is it? Really? Really? So you think that Satan really has your best interests at heart? That, that little thing your mama kept telling you about praying. You wasn't listening, was you? But you know, it ain't ever too late to get back to that. It ain't ever too late to get back to where you're from. It ain't ever too late to go back home. It ain't ever too late to turn around. It ain't ever too late to get your life together. It ain't ever too late to seek God. And it ain't ever too late to pray. Don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray. And don't be too proud to pray. Because prayer changes things. Prayer changes people too. I'm a witness to that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. Steve Harvey Morning Show is now on operating as an operational entity. It is divine. It is, uh, in the words of my uncle, it's rock immaculate. Oh, yeah, rock immaculate. Okay, okay. He never knew what that meant. I was going to ask you. Right. you. I was about to ask you. What it, that he was trying to say it's rather immaculate. And he used <laughs> to say it's rock immaculate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just have people from all over. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. Hey, crew. The young prince of comedy, Junior. Morning, Unc. The king of pranks. 
nephew Tommy. I'm rocking that maculin, baby. Yeah, rocking maculin. <laughs> All up in here. Man, oh man, oh man. What is going on in our world? Everything. Carla, so Carla, Carla. I ain't say nothing to you. What's up, girl? You spoke to me. You did. Oh. You did. You spoke to me. You didn't speak to me. Shirley just slid me a note. You I didn't speak to Carla. Carla, Carla. I didn't hear it. <laughs> yes, he did. He spoke, he spoke I heard. I, I remember now. You said, hey. Sure. Hey, crew. I okay. know. You know what uh-uh. it is. Stop. We got a problem, Houston. Yeah, we got yeah. a problem. Yeah. Yeah. We got a situation. You know, you know what just, it is, too. Just chill out. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> this ain't nothing to Carla. You say he spoke to Carla. I didn't say all of that. I just told you. But you know what? She was so convinced and had me down. Dog, I went, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> said nothing to Carla. I remember now. It's coming back to me now. Is <laughs> Okay. But it was just a minute ago. I know, I know. <laughs> it wasn't 60. <laughs> Good morning, a... everybody. <laughs> you all know I have a short attention span. What is going on uh-huh. in our world today? In the world, it, every day is something. I went to a restaurant, man, to have a meeting at dinner. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Man, mm. man, man. What? That's all they're talking about? Excuse me, Mr. You know, TMZ, they post up outside this restaurant. Oh, okay. It's paparazzi. Mm-hmm. I found a new way to do it, though. Anyway, Miss mm-hmm. Tarver, what do you think of everything that's going on in the news? Because I don't want to watch the news. <laughs> I, just, I just, I just got to stay off social yeah. media for a little while. <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I don't know nothing, see nothing, hear mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. What do you think of uh, R. Kelly? Do you think he needs help? I said, Hey, man, have you seen the interview? I hadn't seen the interview. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I ain't got no information for it. Oh, no, sir. How could you not? Oh, no, sir. I ain't seen nothing. I ain't seen a damn thing. (laughs) I ain't seen it. I ain't heard nothing about it. Man, y'all get up off me. Man, it's 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 not a good day for so many other people. So many other people, yeah. Man, tough news day, boy. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that interview with with Gail was everything. Gail King riveting, wasn't it? Explosive. Can I tell you that Gail King... Handles her handled herself. Her yeah. composure, yeah, she, man. She, she, Cold blooded. That yeah. girl she's is strong. Champ. She's a champion. I mean, she, she her composure. Yeah. She remained composed. Professionals, what they yeah. call. Yeah, and and you yes. know when R. Kelly was getting up and and he had become all emotional and everything, Gail didn't move. She didn't flinch. She did. Gail didn't see that before. Said, Robert, yeah. Robert. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, coming up at thirty-two after the hour, we'll talk more about R. Kelly and the Gail King interview. Everybody's talking about it, so we will too. (laughs) We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, R. Kelly uh, is in Cook County Jail. Uh, This happened because he failed to pay back child support, and he has to pay his bond of $161,000. That's in full. How much? $161,000. He has to pay child support. Mm, He's in jail now? He's in jail. Right. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. because of not paying child support. Yeah, yes. yes, because of not paying child support. Yeah. So it he was, has to pay that in mm, full to get to out? To get out, wow. yes, yes, to get out. Wow. Uh, he's due back in court uh, March 13th. Now, um, yesterday, we all saw R. Kelly's interview with Gail King. This is where he denied the allegations of sexual abuse. To review, R. Kelly pleaded not guilty to 10 counts of aggravated sexual abuse involving four women, three of whom were minors at the time. R. Kelly got very emotional and said that he is fighting for his life and he didn't do this crime. Take a listen. 
Hate me if you want to, love me if you want, but just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me to, with my crazy past and what I've been through, oh, right now I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement and, and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Robert, Stop it. Y'all Rob quit playing. Quit okay. playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Wow. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out yeah. shoes, though. I know, yeah. Right. I, I mean, Gail well, kept her composure, I, I, Robert. Yeah. Because I would have said, sit your... <laughs> That's what she wanted to say. Yeah, mm -hmm. but she could. But she'd been there before. She held her own, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's she, a professional. She really, really did. R. Kelly also denied that suffering uh, childhood abuse himself. But, you know, uh, uh, this was hard to watch. Very much so. Because I was going, was. I don't even see what benefit doing the interview was. That's, I don't understand that. I either, mean, look, man. Speaking you, out now. He, I, I think he thought, Steve, that it would do some good if he, because no one heard has heard his side of the story. Right. In the court yeah. of public opinion, the, right. people had already. Mm -hmm. And he yeah, talked exactly. about social media and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. But you come out you know. screaming your side, yeah. though. But he also denied that suffering childhood abuse himself has affected his behavior, uh, though he claims to be considering therapy. Take a listen to this. You've been very candid that you are a sexual abuse survivor yourself. How do you think that has affected you? It hasn't affected me at all. I mean, it has affected me Robert. in a way, though. Yeah. yeah. It, it affected me in this way. Anything that I've been through, that or any struggles I've had in my past has affected my music. You has know, it affected your behavior? Absolutely not. Because I'm going to tell you something, you know, I know people say, oh, well, he was abused. Exactly. Well, that's why he's doing that. No, 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 no. No, the experts will tell you this. Most people who are abusers have been abused, but not all people that have been abused go out and abuse others. Okay. And so that's why I asked that's the question. That's what the experts said? That is what the experts said. But they didn't say, say all, did they? No, they didn't. No, all right. No. Here I stand. So that's why I'm asking I'm in the uh, not all. <laughs> I'm in the not all, okay? But they also didn't say when you're R. Kelly, okay, and you're famous and your name is ringing 25 million times a day all over the world, okay, of people trying to get money from you, okay, and they're using your past, they're using the past allegations, the past case that he beat to link it on to that. They're using that. When you say that you need help, do you think you need to go to therapy? Have you been to therapy? Uh, absolutely. At this point, um, I'm definitely talking about that. About going. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it seems like, you know, some could say you might seem out of touch to a lot of people. What so do you I, mean? Well, I mean, your perception of Boy. the charges against you. I know it's your side and it's your story, but... You have a different perception that most of the world has about you. No, people I have a truth. You, you, people have perception. People have their perception. I have truth. Do you I think am. you're invincible? Oh, absolutely not. I just think I'm human. Whew. Did that help jog your memory? Yeah, I, it's a couple of things in here, man. And um, You know, I absolutely hate this, man. Yeah. I hate it for the victims. Especially. You know, here, here's a couple of things. When he said, did your child abuse affect you? He said, first of all, it, it, it didn't affect me at all. And then, he said, then he had to catch himself because, hold, hold up, though. Hold, hold. You, you, this is a chance now hmm. for you to, you know, get some type of sympathy, remorse, Redemption, something. Redemption, something. Then there's 25 million hits every day of people 
around the world is trying to get money, money. for him. I think everybody knows you don't have money right now. I don't. I don't know who these people are that don't know you got money. When you can't post a hundred thousand dollar bail, it's because yeah. you fit into the category of most people. Yeah, that was the first time. Most recently, he got you know uh, that's arrested. so you yeah. got to understand that. And then if you're telling me that he just went back to jail for one oh, yeah, sixty, yeah. dog for one sixty yeah. for was, child support, it was actually more than that, and they cut it in half. Well, uh, that's another example of not having yourself yeah. together mm-hmm. financially at this level here. Right. Now, everyday people, I know good and well they ain't got no $160. I know they ain't getting well they're going to sit up in jail because they don't have $100,000. Right. Then he used the term, the case I beat. Yeah. See, look, I got a lot of friends with criminal background. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> when moving. you say you beat the case. Everybody know what that means. Mm-hmm. Like Junior was saying, everybody know what that means. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That means you beat something. Yeah. yeah. He got off. You got off. Mm-hmm. You got away. You, you know, it, when uh-huh. when everybody I know that beat the case, yeah. mm-hmm. man, I beat that case, yeah. man. Yeah. That don't mean that you didn't do it. No. They got away yeah. with yeah. it. So I was uh, really a little surprised that he used that terminology. I don't think that was smart at all. He should have said I was innocent or I was found innocent right. or something. You know, I was acquitted of all yeah. charges. Mm-hmm. I was freed. It was proven that I was not guilty. You don't say I beat it. I don't think that was smart. And then the last thing was I'm thinking about therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, if nothing's wrong, you ain't did nothing. Yeah. Why well, you need? You don't, you don't do this with young girl. What 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 you going? To What's therapy? the therapy for? <laughs> uh, that's I, I'm just those are the little things those that are I things that you mm-hmm. yeah yeah just stuff that I pulled out, mm-hmm. man. Well, I'm sitting if you're going. I don't really know if I would say it that way. Yeah. You know, and then but you know he under duress. Maybe he says some stuff he didn't mean. And he's not. I mean, I think it's a known fact that he's not the most liter- literate person. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. do a lot of interviews. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so we're going to move on for now, Steve. Coming up next, uh, we're going to switch gears here and go to the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, guys, it's your girl, Carla Farrell. Saving money with Groupon is crazy simple. Everything you need to save big is in the app. Easy. Save more and do more with just a couple of taps. So what are you waiting for? Save big on family bowling night, a relaxing massage, or something you've never done before right in your own neighborhood. With Groupon, you can save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Download the app and save Groupon. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Jay-Z and Rock Nation got a sixth grader's court case dismissed. The sixth grader had refused to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. And uh, this is really sad news, Steve. A Jeopardy's game show host, the iconic Alex Trebek, he has revealed that he is stage four pancreatic cancer. Yeah, uh, really, really sad news. Really nice guy. Yeah, I, I know you know him. Yeah, uh, we we um, right now we're gonna go to nephew Tommy. He's gonna make us laugh a little bit. We need that right about now. With run that prank back. What you got for us, nephew? Your wife huh? is cheating on both of us. So good. That's the I don't know if this is even. <laughs> what is going Your on wife in the world? <laughs> is cheating on both of us. <laughs> you better not cry. You better not be on that ground. <laughs> How could she do it? Now, this is an actor right here. Run that prank. Let's go. Hello? I'm trying to reach Terrence, please. Who's calling? Who's this? Hey, my name is Mark. My name is Mark. How you doing, brother? I work with um, 
with your wife Veronica. We're on the same sales floor together. Uh, I think I met you before, but I don't, I don't know if you remember meeting me. But um, I, I work at the job with Veronica. Oh, is there is everything all right there? Or what's going on? No, no, no. Everything's straight here on, at the job. No, not a problem at all at the job. But I wanted is to. Is she um, all right, or is everything all right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's all right. She's perfectly fine, man. Um, I just, oh. I just, you know, uh, I, I actually, like I said, my name is Mark, man. You don't remember me, Terrence, but I just wanted to talk to you. Like I say, um, you know, I got some things on that was that's been bothering me for a minute, and I, you know. I just I just kind of wanted to reach out to you and you know just kind of have like a little little heart to heart talk with you man so maybe you know uh you know we can get things in a in a in a better position but I just wanted I I just wanted me and you to have a conversation. Wait a minute. Did, how how'd you get my did Veronica give you my number or how did you get my number? That's what I'm trying. To, like what's going on? Uh I mean I had I had I've had your number. I just I just uh I just hadn't never reached out to you before. But like I say, though, man, this 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 has been bothering me for a minute, and I wanted to get it off my chest so you and I can try to, I guess, fix this whole issue. But I I just want us to see if we can fix it, you know? Well, well fix the issue? What's the issue? I don't understand. I'm I'm not following you. I don't understand what, like, what is the issue? So, but now you know. Like I said, I went on and got on, the nerve man. to get you out. Spit it out, brother. Spit it out. Talk to me. What's going on? Okay. Your wife, man, is cheating on both of us, and we gotta figure out how we gotta do something about this, man. I, I'm, did you say she's eating on both of us? What did you say? I, I didn't she she is cheating. Like she is cheating on the both of us, bro. Wait a minute. It sounds like you said cheating. I don't know what you. Ver- Veronica, you know is, what I mean? listen to me, Terrence. Veronica is cheating on both of us. You say Veronica's cheating on me and me. You know, and we got to we got to figure out what we're going to do, man. But as a husband, I got to You got to I'm going to need you to step up and get this thing in order. What you talking about? You saying Veronica is cheating on me with you? No, no. She's cheating on both of us with somebody else. I know I've been noticing her going out with this, uh, you know, going to lunch with this other cat. So I, I'm like, I got pissed off about it. So I said, you know what? I can't take you no Wait more. I'm calling Terrence. You saying to me that. My wife has been cheating around the job with somebody else? She cheating on both of us, dude. I don't get what you mean. If my wife is cheating on me and you calling me to tell me that she's cheating on me, I appreciate that. But I don't get what you're saying she's cheating on both of us. I don't get that part. I don't understand what you mean. Well, me and Veronica have been, you know, kind of cool, you know, last eight months to a year. We've been, you know, pretty tight here at the job. You know what I'm saying? So... Listen, what you mean y'all been cool? That's what I don't understand. Like, what do you mean y'all been cool? Because that's my wife. Tell me what you're talking about. You okay, all I'm saying is me, me, me and her been real cool. We've been real tight, you know. Sometimes we, we take lunch and then, you know, don't come back. That's our thing, though. But, you know, now, you know, I'm noticing, you know, she, she done went out. You know, she done went to lunch a couple of times with this brother named Alan. And I'm like, okay, no, nah, no, nah, it ain't finna go down like this here. You know what I'm saying? Are you my wife, man? Hey, that's that's not why I called you. I called you, you to you t- my wife. That's what I want to know. I'm telling you about this dude named Alan. I need you to step up as the husband and but, fix this. But you telling me that my wife is cheating on both of us? There ain't no cheating on both of us. If she cheating, she's cheating on me. You telling me that you're with my wife too? That you've been messing around with my wife? That's not the. Saying, brother. Th- that's not the part I'm trying to talk about. I'm trying to talk about this dude named Alan, man. That's what no, I'm trying to get I, out. No, no, I'm tr- we're going to get to Alan. 
We're going to get to Allen. You saying that my wife, man, it's some crazy Yo, you know what, man? I'm about to put my foot right up your Because they what, what? I don't play those games. She's with her. She's with me. We messing around. We doing this and doing that. It don't work like that. You understand what I'm saying? Dude, I hear what you're saying. But the right. beef ain't with me. The beef the is beef with Allen. The, the beef is with dog. you, my no, she messing over she you. messing over both of us with Allen, dog. I'm about to call her on three way because there's some right here. I'm telling okay, you. Okay, right well now. hold on, bro. I just want you to deal with Allen. Are you at the job right now? I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the job, yeah. Foot. I'm about to come put my foot all in your You understand me? No, I I hear you, man. Allen is the one that then blew this thing out of proportion, dog. She messing over me and you with this here. There ain't no me and you. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, I no, mean, you I, don't I hear me. You don't hear me. I don't share. There's no sharing that goes on over here. Okay, okay. Do you follow I, me? I do, I do. I'm just saying, you know. What are you saying? Meet me right that, now. Meet me right now. I'm about to come up here where you at right now. Where you at? I, I'm at you the job where, 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 where Ronnie at. I call her Ronnie. I'm at the job where Ronnie at. I call her Ronnie. I call, I call Veronica Ronnie. I mean, that's my little I'm nickname too. All right, but, but well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ain't Ronnie. No hold on, hold on. she right here. She's right where? She, she, she's she right, right here. here, right here. Put you, her you want? Put her on the phone. Huh? Put her okay. on the phone. Okay, cool, man. Here, cool. But can I tell you what she's saying? I don't want to hear what she said. I want her on the phone right now. Okay, but can I tell you what she's telling me to tell you? She ain't telling you to tell me a damn thing because the only thing that you're gonna be getting is my foot up your okay okay but, but 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 ronnie want me to tell you this man just listen to me terrence she wants me to tell you that this is nephew tommy from the steve harvey morning show you just got pranked by your wife veronica <laughs> you know what And I mean the baddest radio show in the land. You already know. Steve <laughs> <laughs> <Harvey> Morning Show. <laughs> there we go. Why cheating on both of them? Whoa, Tommy. We're not gonna let the let her get away with this here. All right, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in today's entertainment news, guys, Alec Trebek, we know him as longtime game show host of Jeopardy, uh, he has announced that he has stage four pancreatic cancer. Yeah, very sad news. But he appeared to be in great spirits as he revealed his diagnosis to his fans in a video message. Take a listen. Just like 50,000 other people in the United States each year, this week I was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Now, normally, the prognosis for this is not very encouraging, but I'm going to fight this, and I'm going to keep working, and with the love and support of my family and friends, and with the help of your prayers also, I plan to beat 
the low survival rate statistics for this disease. Truth told, I have to, because under the terms of my contract, I have to host Jeopardy for three more years. <laughs> so help me, keep the faith, and we'll win. We'll get it done. Thank you. Good spirit. Wow. Good spirit, man. Amazing right Under there. The That's the way to be, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's positive Good spirit. Right That's positive. Yeah, that helps the, the emotional fight. The, yeah. The fight you have to do physically. That's right. Your state of mind yeah. and your you, spirit. You know him, too? Yeah, I know him. I know him. He's, he's a real, I've, I've only met him, I've met him twice, I think. Mm -hmm. Really, really nice guy, though, man. Mm -hmm. Really encouraging. I like what mm -hmm. you're doing, Steve. Keep it up. You're great at it. Thank you, oh, sir. Wow. Nice. I mean, he's a legend, you know. Oh, yes, yeah. he is. He's it, a legend. Isn't That's, he the longest running game show host ever? I, well, I don't know. Nobody's done it longer than Alex Trebek. No, or better. Yeah. Jeopardy debuted uh, 1980. I think it's eight. They're the longest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, in other entertainment news, we definitely will be praying for Alex Trebek for sure. Uh, also, in other entertainment news, guys, Jay-Z's Rock Nation label, uh, they scored another legal victory by getting a case against a sixth grader who refused to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance thrown out of court. Jabari Tabo from Lakeland, Florida, was arrested last month after he sat through the Pledge of Allegiance. That's cool. uh, mm -hmm, Stating yes. his belief that the flag was racist and the national anthem was offensive to black people. The class's substitute teacher contacted the school's resource officer who arrested Jabari, citing that he was being disruptive and that he threatened the sub with physical violence. Jabari exercised his First Amendment rights, and Team Rock Nation tweeted, We stand with Jabari and his mother to stop the over-policing and criminalization of black students. The case has been dismissed. Team Rock has also uh, taken on other high-profile social justice cases recently, most notably 21 Savage's immigration case. Wow. All right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Rock Nation. Wow. Home. Wow. Yeah. You were just at a Rock Nation party, right, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. With no sixth graders there, though. I just want to make sure we're clear. <laughs> and you didn't do the Pledge yeah. of Allegiance, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, we we did the Pledge of Allegiance every day at school. All right, uh, actor Christoph St. John was late to rest on Monday uh, while his family and friends uh, gathered to say goodbye. One face that was visibly absent was his fiance. Apparently, his fiance lives in Russia, and she couldn't get a visa to come for the memorial service. Wow. Yeah, oh, that's sad. yeah, that's, that's really awful. sad. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, she posted on uh, on the gram that her, my heart is broken. I'm going through this with a huge pain in my heart, and realize that I don't have the opportunity to say goodbye to him and put flowers on his grave. It's not right. It's not fair. We all know that Kristoff was found dead from what appeared to wow. be alcohol poisoning and yeah sometimes you know it. the system man it just it just ain't fair it fails us no. yeah well Damn, okay Trump no poop <laughs> yeah he does that's mm. true all right steve it's time for today's headlines ladies and gentlemen miss ann tripp Thanks, thanks very much, everybody. This is Andrew with the news. Secretary of Homeland Security, Kristen Nielsen, uh, she testified before the House Homeland Security Committee yesterday, and she supported President Trump's declaration of that national emergency along the southern border. This is not a manufactured crisis. This is truly an emergency. 
Well, Nielsen says it's a true humanitarian crisis, actually, that the system is enabling. She says, according to Customs and Border Patrols, more than 76,000 migrant families entered the U.S. illegally last month. Now, authorities say most illegals used to be Mexican men. However, they say most of the undocumented are Central American families. Um, Others say that, yeah, it's a large number, but overall, it's really not that large. By the way, after months of pressure from pro-immigration activists, the nation's largest lending institution says it's going to be divesting its financial interests in the private prison industry. Activists have been urging officials at J.P. Morgan Chase to remove, remove their financial support from companies whose facilities have been used to hold illegal immigrant families. No other major U.S. banks have followed suit yet. However, that may change. In a statement, J.P. Morgan Chase says investing in the private prison industry has become too risky. There are reports that North Korea is rebuilding its nuclear arsenal. That work going on at a supposedly shuttered rocket launch site. President Trump's reacting. I would be very, very disappointed in Chairman Kim, and I don't think I will be, but we'll see what happens. We'll take a look. It'll ultimately get solved. Trump's second summit with Kim Jong-un, you know, a few weeks ago, you may remember that he ended with Trump walking away from the table because he said that the North Korean dictator refused to give up all of his nuclear ambitions in exchange for complete removal of government sanctions. So Trump said, well, I'm walking away from the table. We're not doing this. Okay, R. Kelly's locked up again. First, the singer-songwriter broke his silence yesterday about the criminal sexual abuse charges against him during that interview with CBS This Morning's Gail King. He broke his silence, and at one point he... Just broke. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. 30 years of my career. Y'all trying to kill me. You're killing me, man. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. You don't want to believe it. Well, now Kelly's in custody over the 160000 or so dollars that he owes in child support. And you may remember that R. Kelly had some trouble coming up with the $100,000 he needed as a down payment on that initial bail amount. A woman he just met recently paid that for him. Kelly's next court date on the matter is March 13th. And the uh, the, rather the the sheriff, the local sheriff, says they're not letting Kelly out until he comes up with that uh, child support money. He's got to come up with all of it. Finally, today is National Dentist Day. Yeah, now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Basketball and Boston Celtics star Kyrie Irving is going through a rough patch with the Boston Celtics, but Charles Barkley apparently does not feel sorry for the All-Star. Uh, Charles did an interview on ESPN. <laughs> Take a listen. Kyrie Irving, I don't know him that well. He seems like a, a good kid, but I've never seen a person so miserable to have so much success to have the world in the palm of his hand. He's going to make $40, $50 million a year for the next 10, 15 years. He's already won a world championship. He's in movies, but he's got to be one of the most miserable people I've ever seen. Uh, he wanted to go to Boston because he wanted to have his own team. And what a lot of these guys don't understand is when you're a star, and I've been a star, you get all the credit, but you get all the blame. That ain't right. That ain't fair. That's just how it is. That's real talk. He tells the truth. That's real he? talk. <laughs> well, what mm. you think, Steve? No, nah, I mean, what he's, what he's Charles Barkley saying is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he wanted his own team. See, I tell people this all the time. When somebody's big, he played with the greatest basketball player on earth, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you don't want to be under, sometimes being a number two man is good. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because sometimes when you say, I'm tired of being under the shadow of mm-hmm. someone, mm-hmm. 
What you have to understand most importantly about what shadow is, shadow is also shade. So, so when you get out Monday, when you get out Monday, they shadow. Uh I want you to understand that you're moving out Monday to shade now. Here it comes, and the glare of that sunlight is directly on you now. Mm -hmm. And so, oh man, and and it ain't what you think it is, man. Yeah. Is that what he's going through now, you think, Kyrie? Well, I mean, you know, the glare's on. Like, 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 I mean, like Barkley said, when you're a star, mm-hmm. when it's going good, you get the credit. When it's going bad, you get the credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It ain't right, yeah. but that's how it is. Yeah. That's the way the game yeah. go. And that is the way it is. And, mm-hmm. I, and he's suffering through that because, you know, what Boston was supposed to be, they haven't been playing like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, uh, the boy, the boy Haywood that broke his leg real bad, he hasn't been the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's mentally not there yet because he's not performing like he like he used to. Because he can't get his head around his leg. You know, he running and jumping like I don't want to come down timid. on him. No timid with it. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 it still, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. And then the rest wow. of them, they yeah. not playing like they did last year. Mm-hmm. They young man. Mm-hmm. Name. Kobe love basketball. <laughs> Joy love basketball. They all love basketball. Kyrie don't love basketball. <laughs> great, great Charles Barkley uh, impression there, what Junior. You I love about? it. You got everything. <laughs> Coming up at 34 after the hour, R. Kelly claims that the parents of the women he lives with willingly handed their daughters over to him. Who did? Wow. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So R. Kelly is back in custody at Cook County Jail for failure uh, to pay his back child support $161,000 in full to get out. And uh, he's due back in court on March 13th. During his interview, this much-talked-about interview with the wonderful Gail King, uh, R. Kelly denied the allegations against him. He was visibly emotional throughout the interview. At one point, he was raising his voice. He was standing up. And at another, he was talking through tears. R. Kelly claims that the parents of the women that he lives with, he lives with two women, he calls them his girlfriends, the parents willingly handed their daughters over to him and raised objections only when they stopped getting paid. Take a listen. Azrael Clary, what can you tell, what is your relationship with her? Right now, I'm seeing her. You were seeing yeah, her? Yeah, she's 21, I'm seeing her. She's 21? Yeah. But did you start seeing her at 17? Absolutely not. Did you have sex with her when she was 17? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Although her parents wanted me to. No, her parents claim they have text messages that show that you had sex with her when claim, she was 17. Claim. So you're saying you did not have sex with her Absolutely when she was 17? not. You are with two women right now. You love them. They say they love you. What kind of love is it that keeps these these young women away from their families? Their families are saying these. I'm talking right now about Jocelyn. Because you and know, Azure. I'm gonna answer your question. What, what kind, kind of, of love father, is that? What kind of father? What kind of mother will sell their daughter to a man? Who did that? How come it was okay for me to see them until they wasn't getting no money from it? Why would you take your daughter? If I were going to take my daughter and she's 19 years old to a 49-year-old icon, whatever, celebrity, or R. Kelly concert, or whoever it is, I'm not going to put her on the stage and leave her. I'm going to take her to the concert. Their father is more into 
my music and know about my music than they do. You're saying the, the parents handed their daughters, Azurel and Jocelyn, over to you? Is that what you're saying to us? Absolutely. Are the cameras you, still you, going? Yes. Absolutely. Woo! Hey, man, this crazy oh. right here. It's, it's, this I mean, is crazy. This, this, this is a shame. Yeah, I mean. No, I mean, like, like on another level of, of ignorance. Yeah, this I, is, this he, is, this is beyond, man. He should have never done You know, man, I think he's, he doesn't understand it, doesn't. the damage he's doing to himself. Mm -hmm. Because if these parents said that they have text messages that can verify and prove that he was with their daughter at 17. Having sex with their daughter. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. The fact that you try what kind of father and mother sells their daughter or gives their daughter away to a 49-year-old icon or celebrity or, or celebrity, whatever it is, like me. Oh man, hey, my, my what? man. Listen to me. What? Do you do you hear what you're saying? Yeah. What kind of icon accepts these yes. kids? Hey dog. <laughs> come on. Dog. Exactly. You can't come up around me. No. Hey man, let me tell you something. On on Family Feud. That was a young girl on family. Had a whole family. They was from L.A., man. Really, really nice family. Mm -hmm. The man, he had three daughters. We were joking the whole show because I got four daughters. And his daughter asked me for some advice on camera in front of everybody. I answered the question. So the game is over, right? Mm -hmm. And we doing the, hey, thank y'all for coming to Family Feud. We'll be, I'm Steve Harvey. We'll yeah. see you next time. Mm -hmm. So we all standing there. And she tapped me. She said, Mr. Harvey, can you explain to me again what you were saying? She was about 21, 22. I said, hold on, let me get your father over here. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. called her daddy over there. Mm -hmm. And I said, my man, your daughter just asked me a question. We off TV. You you want to stand here while I'm talking to you? He said, show, Steve, go ahead. And then I handled it like that. Yeah. Because, uh, see, yeah. I, you're Did not. Right. I'm not. I'm not about to set my. You can't. I don't have conversations with men's 2019 yeah. your old kids, man, with yeah. me, my old ass. Right. I'm not finna do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and and like you remember in that surviving R. Kelly, yeah, in the documentary, that was some parents, uh -huh. and a girl went up on stage. Uh huh. Yeah. Is that who he talking about? I I I mean, that's one of them. I I, I well, who was the little so. girl outside of court that was his fan that was every one day? Of them. That was but, an, but yeah. she was young. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. Where they mom and dad at? <sighs> Where her mom and dad are. Man, what? Uh, this right is here. so crazy. All right, uh, when we come back, it'll be Nephew Tommy up with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, uh, my strawberry letter for today's subject, is she delusional or am I a hater? Mm. Mm. All right, but right now, it is the Nephew here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nephew? Dumb it down. Mm. We're going to dumb it down. Well, I think he did that. Yeah, dumb it down a bit. Let's dumb it down, all right? All right, here we go. Run that. That's dumb it down. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Keisha, please. Speaking, who is this? Hi, Keisha. This is uh, Mr. Roland Barnes, assistant uh, principal here at um, Academy, where your daughter uh, Aisha goes. Yes. What's going on? Is everything okay? Everything is kind of, uh, well, I, l let me be honest. It's not good right now. Uh, I wanted to call and actually have a uh, private conversation with you about Aisha. Oh, God. All right. Tell me. What's going on? What's going on with Aisha? Well, as you know, um, spring break is going to be coming up in March. You do know yes. that, right? 
Yes, I'm aware of that. Okay. She's looking forward right. to the trip. Uh, yeah. Well, we have a bit of an issue here. I have done some research, and I'm looking at all of the kids and how they're doing, how well they're doing with their schoolwork. And Aisha doesn't seem to be doing well as she should be, uh, uh, living up to the expectations of the academy. And what we're going to have to do this spring break is Aisha will not be allowed to take a spring break with the rest of the kids. We're going to need her to come into school. And there's several kids that are are not going to be able to go uh, on spring break, and Aisha happens to be one of them. There's at least 40 to 50 kids that will be coming to school that entire week that spring break is. Uh, the most of the kids are out on spring break. You have to be mistaken. I mean, my daughter's a straight-eight student. Uh, you sure no. you got the right Aisha? You can't. I'm, no. there, she is actually the only Aisha at the academy, ma'am. And um, I, you know, I I've looked at her her grades in the past. She's had some great, some wonderful grades in the past. And I don't know what's taking place this semester. Um, that she just seems to have dropped the ball. And what we want to do is, you know, keep these kids focused. As you know, you have to be accepted to be here at this particular school. So, you know, it leaves me no no other outlet but to, to have her come in, and we're going to buckle down and try to get them back on track. So I wanted to personally give you a call and let you know what's going on with Aisha here at the Academy. And we're, we're This we're is terrible. This is yes, absolutely yes. terrible. I mean, we are here already in January, and I'm getting a call that my daughter's not doing good, and now you're going to tell me that she can't go on a spring break trip in March? If she, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, my daughter, straight A's. Straight A's, she's an amazing student. She does really hard work. She she always looks forward to going to school. And I get a call today that she can't go in March. Well, I, I mean, I'm sorry. You've got to be kidding uh, me. I mean, we're, I don't, are you going somewhere in March, ma'am? I don't, I'm just saying going somewhere, a trip. Or are, you, are you scheduled she's to She's going to on a trip. Of... I'm not going anywhere. She's going on a trip. I'm giving her full permission to go on a trip. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I'm requesting that she's at school. So I don't know if your trip costs you a lot of money or if you can get a refund, but I'm calling you, letting you know I need her there on March 11th in the classroom so we can buckle down and try to get her back on track. No, well, I'm telling you I paid for the trip, and she's going on the trip. I'm sorry. And, no, I, and I don't, no, no, I don't no, appreciate sorry, this Ms. phone call because it's so late in the game. I'm sorry. She's going on the trip. No, Ms. Keisha, she's not going on the trip. She is actually going to be coming into school, and she'll be there on March 11th from Monday through Friday. Now, I don't know who you're talking to. That's my child. I'm telling her she's going she, to trip. But she's your child, but she's my student. And right now, all of my students are going to be that are that are not doing well in their in their classes are going to be there during spring break, and they're going to get their business together. No, no, no. You don't yell what? at me like you're reprimanding me like I'm a child. Okay? I'm, not rep- I'm, I'm not telling you now that you're not going She's going on a trip. She, no, she's not going on a trip. And you're telling me what you're, you're trying to override my position. And that's what's not going to happen. She has to be there. You might as well start looking for a refund because she's not going to not be there. So I need her there Monday through Friday of spring break so we can get her back on course. Listen, I don't know who the f you think you're talking to. I have the ultimate position over even you. That's my daughter. That's my daughter. I get to tell you what I'm doing with her. She's going on that trip. You're out of your I'm mind. You think you're not me going on I have to not send my daughter on the trip. Sorry. It's not happening. I'm telling you right now, she's not going on a trip. Now, oh, yes, the hell she I, is. 
Almost she's not. I'm going to speak with Aisha tomorrow and let her know. How that is it with... You're not going to tell my daughter a damn thing. I'm telling her she's not going on a spring break trip. You know why? Because her grades, they're not up to par. She needs to be more concerned about her grades and not going and hanging out and a lot of gagging around wherever you're sending her. No, it's not happening. I want all of my students with passing grades. I'm a 100% assistant principal, and all my kids pass. What, are you trying to convince yourself that you're important or something? Give me a break. You sound like a baby. My daughter is going on the trip, and that's final. You hear me? Okay. You know what? I'll speak with Aisha tomorrow morning at school. No, you're not. Yes, I will. Now, here's the deal. I'll I'll leave you this, Ms. Keisha. If Aisha does not show up Monday through Friday of spring break, then maybe you're going to have to find Aisha another school. You're threatening me now? You're threatening me. You're threatening to, what, kick my daughter out of school because of a spring break? If your daughter is not here doing spring break Monday through Friday, then she's going oh, to Oh, get the, the f- out of here. Get, please. I'd like to see you try that sh-. Give me a break. Miss Keisha, I think this conversation is over. My next conversation will be with Aisha. Guess what? She's going on spring break. She's staying in the school. If you do something about it, I will have people picketing outside your, your school. You're t- talking about nonsense. My daughter does great in school, and she's going on a trip, and that's it. Aisha will be in school Monday through Friday, go on spring break, get on the break, back up the ball. Who are you business. talking to? Who are you yelling at like that? Are you out of your mind? I swear to God, if I was over there, I'd kick your ass. What the f is wrong with you? Yo, you're out of control. Who the f are you talking to? You know what? You know what? You know what Aisha told me about you. Do you know what Aisha what? told me? What? Tell me. About what did she tell you? She told me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy. What? <laughs> from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Keisha, oh my Keisha, God! Your daughter Aisha got. <laughs> she got me. <laughs> You dumb that thing. <laughs> from now on, from now on, you dumb it down just like that. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Your yeah. little girl ain't doing right. Schoolwork ain't looking good. Uh-huh. She don't get to go on spring break. Dumb it down. <laughs> All the other kids out on spring break, you don't get to go, baby. Cause you don't know nothing. No, you don't know nothing. Yeah. So dumb it down. Dumb it down. You gonna miss out. You don't get to go to the. Where you going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna dumb it up? <laughs> March 15th, Friday night, I will be at Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. That is Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. We're going to be singing, playing, and cooking. Yes. Yes, we are. When all that happens, ladies and gentlemen, it's Tommy. Friday, March 15th, two shows, one at 7, one at 10. And uh, I'll be there, slanging these jokes. The nephew, Bethesda, Blues, and Jazz, Supper Club. Slanging these jokes, awesome chicken. <laughs> so quit hating, Shirley. I haven't said a word. She, she provided a lot of laughter, Tommy. That's what spurred me <laughs> Yeah. You gonna keep laughing. <laughs> the hate started with you. Never hate. It was just a question. What? I think question on me, What is you doing now? <laughs> I couldn't believe she said it. Watch this, Jim. 
She knew what she was doing when she yeah, did yeah. it. Just tell me so easy. You yeah. can push his button so easily. Ridiculous. Uh-huh. All right, listen, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is the strawberry letter. Subject, is she delusional or am I a hater? We'll do that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, is she delusional or am I a hater? (laughs) <laughs> Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm writing you for advice on how to deal with a female family member. I believe that all women should be confident regardless of their looks or size. But my cousin is an exception to this rule. She has crossed the line of confidence and now she's downright delusional. She's over 40 years old, yet she lives on social media all day, every day, constantly posting about how fine she is and how successful she is. Neither of these is true. Every man wants her and every woman is jealous of her. It is embarrassing the way she dresses and acts just to get attention. In public, when people look at her crazy for being half-dressed, she quickly checks them and she has gotten into a fight for flirting with some woman's man. She wears weaves and wigs, which is fine, but they are never put on right. Come on now. Or they're ratty and tattered. Uh, She always gives beauty and financial advice on her social media posts while she lives in an apartment, works in a (laughs) coffee shop, and has to borrow money from me and other family members at times to pay her monthly bills. I have tried to talk to her about how she is acting and looking, but she always says I'm jealous of her, and she tells other family members that I am a hater. I think she needs mental help because I know deep down this is not how she wants to portray herself and she has to be covering up something. The family thinks that as long as she's happy, they're happy. So now I'm starting to think they've turned against me too and I'm the only one that's concerned or I'm being a hater. What do you think? Can you offer me any advice on how to deal with her? Wow. Well, honestly, I don't think you're a hater. I I think you're just calling it like you see it and apparently like it is. I mean, I think she is too much based on what you said in this letter with all the posting and the the way she dresses and flirting with uh, other women's men and getting into fights and all of that. And and I'm with you. I do believe that all women should be confident and, and feel empowered and all of that. But there is such a thing as way, way too much and over the top. And I think that's your cousin. She's, I I, I agree with you again. I think she is acting out um, something. I I think she is covering up something. Maybe she does have low self-esteem and she's doing this to overcompensate for how she really feels about herself. That that could happen. I think she does uh, try to seek out attention and she needs attention. I think she needs it desperately because you say she's half-dressed and all that. But if you're a family member and if you really want to be a friend and help her, uh, I think you just need to stay out of her way, stop criticizing her, uh, you know, just be her ear, her shoulder uh, to cry on. Be there for her when she needs you. Don't criticize her. Don't do any of those things. Just be her friend, okay? Because it sounds like she really needs a friend right now because she doesn't like herself very much. Steve? It's hard to be 
a crazy person. <laughs> if you ain't crazy, your damn self. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. <laughs> if you got good sense and you had a crazy friend, let me ask you something. How long that friendship last? Long, it don't last long. Because you, you can't put up with it, especially if you got sense. Is she delusional or am I a hater? That's how the letter starts. Well, let's get to it. I need advice on how to deal with female affairs. I believe that all women should be confident regardless of their looks or size. I could not agree with you more. But my cousin is an exception (laughs) to this here rule. See, he or she has singled out her cousin. My cousin is exception to this here rule. She done crossed the line of confidence, and now she's downright delusional. <laughs> now, why is she delusional? The letter states she over 40 years old, but she live on social media all day, every day. She's constantly posting. Now, listen to this, y'all. How fine she is and how successful she is. Neither one of these is true. <laughs> Now, this is a come to Jesus moment. <laughs> come on. If you're on Instagram steady posting about how fine you are mm-hmm. and how successful you are, and a family family member goes, neither one of these <laughs> things is true. Matter of fact, not a damn thing she's saying is yeah. true. Uh-uh. Then we have to wonder, what, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Every man wants her. And every woman is jealous of her. It's embarrassing how she dressed and act. She dressed like that to get attention in public. People look at her crazy for being half-dressed. It ain't just that she half-dressed. What? It's what she looked like as a half-dressed person. See, if you find in half-dressed, that ain't a bad look. No, that's nice. nice. That's Don't nice. nobody look at you crazy when you find in half-dressed. Yeah, but when it's just fine going on in your mind, <laughs> people looking at her crazy. She quickly tell what the hell are you looking at? Yeah. They looking at you. <laughs> See, and she knows she look crazy. Because these ain't no, oh, man, look at her. Mm. She getting looked at like, good Lord. <laughs> what, in the- what the hell <laughs> do what? she have on? What you think I got on? Uh-huh. She done got into fights, flirting with women's men. Mm. Here's all the part. She wears weaves and wigs, which is fine. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nope. I agree. But they are never put on right. <laughs> See, here we go. <laughs> now, somebody doing her hair, don't know. She probably doing it herself. <laughs> now, when your wig ain't put on right, let's go over what this means. That reminds me of this woman at our church named Sister, Sister uh, Patley. Sister Patley mm-hmm. used to just set her wig on her head. What do you mean? And sometimes the sideburns would be in the front. Uh-uh. <laughs> now, I'm not going to do it. You're sitting up in here, and the sideburn <laughs> is in the front, <laughs> and the sideburn in the back. How can you see? So you got a culic curl coming down the front, and you got a little a ponytail in the back, but it's just a sideburn ponytail. Right. So you look crazy. <laughs> That's when you done put the wig on wrong. When we come back, I'll tell you how she done put this wig up in there. This weave in there. The wig, Sister Patley, mm-hmm. put the wig on wrong. I'm going to show you when we come back what else this lady doing wrong. All right, Steve. Uh, 
we'll have part him. two. I know. Of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, is she delusional or am I a hater right after this? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter uh, and get part two of your response. I, don't, I could never tell in this letter if it's a man or a woman. I think it's a woman uh, that wrote it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got a cousin that she believes that all women should be confident no matter your how you your size or your uh, looks. Looks. But they got a cousin that's an exception to this rule. <laughs> it's time for you to lose some of your confidence and go sit your ass down. <laughs> Doing too much. She over forty. She posts every day on how fine she is and how successful she is, mm-hmm. and neither one of these is true. <laughs> every man want her, every woman jealous of her. She got it mm. put up in her. She dressed crazy. <laughs> People look at her. She check them. The hell you looking at? I'm looking <laughs> at you. <laughs> she wears weaves and wigs, which is fine, but they ain't never put on right. Never. She tired. don't ever put them on right. Like I told you, Sister Patty used to wear her wig sometimes with the sideburn in the front <laughs> and the other side learn be in the back. So she have a little curl coming down the front like Michael Jackson. And then she have a little short little ponytail in the back. That's the other sideburn. And there's a big crown in the top. Look mm-hmm. like she had a tall head. You got to have one eye covered with that wig <laughs> twisted like that. It's got it, was, to be. it was horrible. The front was on the right side. <laughs> And it just looked crazy. Mm-hmm. But it set on the head kind of loose. So sometimes, like, if you was to her left and called her, she would turn and fit right up <laughs> under the wig. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. How do you like come if, up if with you this call her, She would turn her head left and be right perfectly <laughs> up under that wig. Then she'd go back straight. The wig just kind of sat there and ain't moved. Mm. Now... Her weaves, they are ratty and tatted. Yeah, yeah. Now, let me tell you what, how you, they said they ain't ever on right. Her wigs and weaving. Let me tell you how she putting this weave on. Okay. She's still using glue. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So what she doing is she pick out the hair she want. Uh-huh. She glue the strip herself and set it on top of the rest of her hair. I love how you know about weaves and wigs yeah. and stuff. She got this black that. glue. And she squirted a little bit on there. Then she just set it on her head. That's what she think how. Yeah. She don't hide the track. That, just look at the hair. Don't worry about the track. She don't part it and do the comb over. She sets it with the glue on it on top of her head. You can see the whole damn track, but you don't supposed to look at the track. You just look at the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go deep. Look at me. Look at the back of it. Amaze me. She gives out beauty and financial advice. Uh-huh. She work at a coffee shop and she stay in her in apartment. That's a stab right there. She yeah. money. She tired of her talking about that. Mm-hmm. She need help paying her bill. I've tried to talk to her about acting and looking, but she said I'm jealous of her. Mm-hmm. And she tells other family members I'm a hater. Mm-hmm. I think she need mental help. Because I know deep down, this is not how she wants to portray herself. Oh, yes, it is. And she has to be covering up something. Well, it ain't that track. <laughs> we back on the wave. She's not covering up the track. Yeah, that's what she's not covering. Oh, my goodness. And the family thinks as long as she's happy, they happy. Mm-hmm. See, they done had enough of her. 
So if she happy, just leave her alone over there with her nutty. <laughs> she nutty. Mm-hmm. Just nutty as she can be. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm starting to think they've turned against me too, and I'm the only one that's concerned. Or am I being a hater? Stop being concerned. She ain't concerned. Family ain't concerned. Sometimes you just got to let people do them. Let it all happen. Mm-hmm. Can you offer me any advice on how to deal with her? Just let it happen. Stay out her life. Mm-hmm. Let her do her. She thinks she fine. She ain't let her. Ain't nobody going to tell her she fine. <laughs> just let her go ahead on. It works out just fine this way. Mm-hmm. Now. What? She is delusional. Uh, oh, yeah. The uh-huh, the one she's writing about, the 40-year-old. Yeah. 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 And you got to tell her. About the wig. To at least push that wig <laughs> weave up under something. And turn it, though. Turn, turn it. it. Turn. And that wig, you got to turn it. And tape it down so it can stop shifting. Hand strap or something. You, so you can't do it just have your wig just sitting on your head. You turn right or left and it don't move. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the little point at the that top. That little point, that little wing go out. <laughs> kind of got that sweet poly purebred haircut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just let her go. Wow. We don't have no relatives in our family like that. My family talks to you and about you to your face. To your face. Oh, to your face, not wait till you no, leave the room? No, they just, sweetie, where you going? My aunt said, sweetie, sweetie, where you going? And- that dress don't fit you nowhere. <laughs> You got everything the Lord gave you. Ain't nobody supposed to see we looking at everything. <laughs> we looking at everything. And you need a sports bra, sweetie. <laughs> oh, what? You, a sports bra. You don't need the regular one. You need some pulling and shaping to yourself. <laughs> You've been running around, just been slapped in your face like you're running track. <laughs> and you need some spanks. You're not familiar with spanks? You're too lumpy. Old school, lumpy. right there. You're too though. lumpy. You need uh-huh. some spanks. You really need a girdle. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about that wig, though? Did they say anything about that? Girl, wig? you got to take that off of your head. <laughs> it's heavy, too. Girl, you'd be better off letting Steve do your hair. <laughs> and he don't know a damn thing about doing hair. He ain't even got none. Look at him sitting over that big little bald head bastard. I never liked it when he cut his hair. I thought it was stupid then. Cut your damn hair. It's stupid. I don't know how in the world Marjorie let him do that. <laughs> what about every man wanting her and every woman being jealous of her? What she by herself every time you see her. <laughs> I don't know who yeah. wants her. He ain't, he ain't, we ain't bothered to tell her. <laughs> Sitting over there with her delusional ass like she fine. <laughs> and half dressed. Ass wide as a cubicle. <laughs> Sitting up in here, all ass all out the cubicle. <laughs> And talking about she gonna wear buy one of them treadmills where you can stand up and walk while you work. <laughs> we gotta go. Fit the tatter sides off of that thing. <laughs> All right, listen, Standing guys. room only. <laughs> you can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in 10 minutes from the talk, it is our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up. At the top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk. Ladies and gentlemen, put your (laughs) hands together. Watch this here, Cheryl. 
<laughs> well, darling, uh, I was I was gonna try to talk like I got some sense, you know. Now that they got Kim Jong Un's is um, oh, rebuilding his nuclear facilities, man. and the president say he would be disappointed. Well, you better fix your face, President Trump, because yeah. he bad. You're lovable. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he already played you, but y'all don't want to yes. talk about that. What do y'all y'all want to well, talk about? That was a distraction from the, from the Cohen testimony. You know. What hey, that was. Shirley, listen to what Cohen. she said. Cohen came in with the documents. I mm. wrote my own memo. Then y'all mm. docked them out. Then y'all edited mine. Then y'all, everybody going to jail. But you know who really going to jail? Who? I Kelly. Yeah. You better say it. He's you better there. listen to me. It, this is happening all over the world in our community. We try to have a semblance of a good conversation, and right. somebody will go. But R. Kelly, <laughs> it's so right. in Cook County right, right now. Right, Cheryl. Hey, listen, I told y'all it's not going to be nothing else that's going to get him but child support. Yeah. What is the law in the state of Illinois? If you owe more than $20,000 of child support, mm. get ready to put this jewelry on your wrist, yeah. R. Kelly. Mm. Orange jumper. It is. Yeah, man. You see him walk up on Gail. Gail let that Connecticut come right out of him. Said Robert. 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 He was not scared. Robert. Mm-hmm. No, she was not Come on now. You can't. You listen to me. I know both you, Shirley's, and Carla's. Both of y'all <laughs> saved. But if R. Kelly has stood up over you, Girl, you, you would have told know. that Negro <laughs> to sit, sit your up. ass down. Yes. Who you, who sit you, Who you standing up on? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 If you don't sit your black. <laughs> Man, for real. Sit, if you don't sit your black. That, okay, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, Steve. I like the way but, Gail but that's handled what it said. Yeah, that's Gail right. took the high road. Yeah, she's she professionally. She's professional. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, if this had been red table talk, they would have flipped the table on R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Jada get all the... Okay, wait a minute. Let's give it up for Jada and Will Smith for backing yes. down them Kardashians mm-hmm. on that little girl. Mm-hmm. Jordan. On yes. Jordan. Yes. What's her name? Jordan, Jordan Woods. Woods. That's right. Jordan but Woods. you know what Jordan Woods? She might have been retristed, but you know who she wasn't with? Hmm. R. Kelly. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop? You stupid, Cheryl. <laughs> See that high price? Yes, yes, yes. High price. Bring it on back around. Wait, man, did you, wait, did you hear R. Kelly say he need help for being too nice? To yeah. Ha- having for being yeah. too hard. A big, big heart. heart. Big man, heart. You yeah. better shut, shut up. Man, listen man. to me. Listen to me. Ain't no, listen, listen. R. Kelly need to understand his time is up. Matter of fact, he need to get in the cell. Him and Bill Cosby be in the cell together and they can mm. talk to each other and write songs and do comedy shows. Because that's where they finna go. But Cheryl. That's where they finna go. What? Cheryl, yes, why ma'am. do you think he did the interview in the first place, R. Kelly? Because he thought he was going to finesse Gail King, they, they thought that they was uh, he was gonna uh, trapped in the closet. He was gonna do you know the ignition, do a song. and she was gonna go. Oh, that's my cut, you know. And she, yeah, yeah, work, so, you work, know, work step up. in the name of love. That's, that's what that's that's what he thought. He, yeah, he was gonna step in the name of love. He gonna he gonna say, I believe I can lie. I believe that I. Oh, sorry, did that come out of me? I'm sorry, my bad. But that's what he thought. He thought he was gonna blow Gail mine. But Gail old school. Now see, now if you was at the Green Bunny. Go ahead, Shirley Strawberry. The Nimbus, <laughs> the High Chaparral. Maybe you could blow. Yes. <laughs> you know, if you was at Reese's or Red's or, you know, Strictly Business, maybe you could blow Gail mine. But you ain't blowing her mine on her job. That's not happening. She shut it down.
She yeah, shut she it down. Did. But you know what? I God. feel bad for the yeah, parents that got to throw rocks on the window to get their baby's attention. They minds have been blown. Talking yeah. about I'm happy. I told you a million times I'm happy. Well, yeah. can you go anywhere? Can you go anywhere? That's see. Right. Oh my goodness. I well, let me just. I'm just gonna tell you. It's some people. I'm too. Um, what's the word for a junior? Is it disagreeable? Opinionated. The, yeah, that's one of them. Give me another word, Tommy. Um, for why I got a mouth on me. What is a Steve? I, what? <laughs> Henry. That's a good Honorary. word. I like I that. Commodity. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Won't shut the hell yeah. up. Uh, yeah. Confrontational. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's a good uh, one, that's Steve. A good one for you. Um, you're too. Yeah. Uh, Gets on their damn nerves. You are. Uh, yes. What are, you're caustic. You're. Uh, what's the yes. word? Starts with a D. Yeah. Ooh, belligerent. That's belligerent. a good one, too. Uh-huh. That's a good one, too. And see, not to make light of the situation, but I must, because I'm a comedian. You ain't going to have me up in nowhere, and you ain't went grocery shopping, R. Kelly. Talking <laughs> about who eat. Eating, you eating in front of me and I eat? Oh, no. I got to fight you now. Uh-uh. No, it's not going to work. Sure. I, I wouldn't have made, huh? What do you mean when he said go down and get some shoes from your uncle? What do you mean by that? Tommy, I was asking that same question myself. <laughs> what did that because mean? The other Wait, uncles what? and older people that I would date. When, um, when you first Chris, Tucker, oh. Chris Tucker, relative. I try to holler at them. Um, oh, Bobby Brown got a relative. I, I cannot. Oh, did I get off on a tangent? <laughs> yes. the wrong? Yeah, you're running. The uncle yeah. shoes. Yeah, uncle. Well, yeah. does he believe that I have the uncle shoes under my bed in some way? Is that what he's trying to? Obviously, he's calling us. He must know something about me and one of his relatives. <laughs> Stupid. I thought it was no. like Gene Kelly. I didn't know it was R. Kelly. Gene Kelly, good dancer. Mm-hmm. This, what y'all think? Y'all think he going to get out of it? Uh-uh, no. No. Oh, no. I no. think he's going to see, prison. See, he done. Who is his defense attorney? Why exactly. you let him talk like that exactly. and stay yeah, exactly. that long? And get so yeah. emotional. Yeah. 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 Even yeah. while they putting the makeup see, on, he see, was getting emotional. Yeah. He was. He was. They were frantically what? trying to. <laughs> hey man, let me tell you something. When you're upset mm-hmm. and really, really angry, mm-hmm. you're not letting nobody put makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. Say it, Steve. Exactly. Get away from me with all that. I'm yeah. good. Right. That's yeah. right. All the cameras. Where are right. the cameras? Which camera That's is right. it? That's right. Nah. You nah, ain't nah. really talking that much. I accidentally stepped on Steve Gator one day with my hard baby shoe, and Steve. <laughs> y'all, why y'all looking at me? Cheryl, Cheryl, we gotta get out of here. Why y'all looking at me? Why y'all looking at me? Thank you so much, Cheryl. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla in the building with reality update. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, introduce her. She is here. Get ready. Get ready. Buckle up and hold tight. Carla Farrell with reality update. All right, thank you, nephew. All right, guys, let's talk about Love and Hip Hop, uh, New York, season finale. Uh, Joe Button decided to propose to his girlfriend and baby mama, Sin Santana. It was during the taping of his podcast. You know, Joe has this big uh, podcast, and uh, sometimes he has a, a live audience, and the crowd went wild when Joe popped the question to his girlfriend. And, of course, she said yes, because you know that she's been wanting him to propose, so it was very romantic All right, what go he ahead, did Joe. in front of. Yeah, it was really, really Joe romantic. Butch. Joe Budden, dunna, dunna, dunna. I know, right? <laughs> that was my jam. Uh, Kimbella and Yandy, they squashed their beef, and now they're back girls, which is good. Oh, good. Yes, yes. I was yes. getting they, concerned. 
Yeah, they squashed their beef on really the uh, at the end of the Costa Rica trip. Oh, okay. And Jewels mm-hmm. has been sentenced to <gasps> prison. Oh. 27 months. Jewels Santana. That's month. That's, yeah, 27 months for having a loaded handgun and non-prescription opiate pills in his carry-on bag when he went through uh, security at the airport. That's yeah. two years. Two years, three yeah. months. That's uh-huh. two years, yeah. three months. Yeah, well, That's what I that said is. that. But he ain't finna be the only one. <laughs> when you years, have it in your bag going through an airport, mm-hmm. you could have avoided this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He had a um, loaded we gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I hope it wasn't. A loaded, loaded. handgun. It was loaded? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. And yeah. unauthorized opioid pills. Yes. Didn't yeah. he say, what, what did he said something as to the reason he had that? It don't matter. You I, I, can't. Yeah. You can't take it through the airport. At the airport? I don't give a damn what your reason is. Yeah. 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 He tried to get away by leaving the airport in a taxi <laughs> yeah. cab. Yeah. Remember yeah. all that? I remember. Yeah. It was. Uh-huh. Yeah. But your name on your bag. <laughs> <laughs> right. He turned himself in, but uh, the judge gave him a few days to get his things in order, and he decided to marry Kimbella the mother of his children, and she's been wanting to get married as well. So they threw together a wedding. It was very nice. So Joel, Santana, and Kimbella got married, and Yandy was one of the bridesmaids. So congratulations to to them. Of course, yeah. he does. He is in prison. He had to report to prison. Uh, Remy Ma and Papoose, they had their baby girl, and it was, Papoose. you know. The golden child. Yeah, the golden child. Remy Ma had a, a very difficult pregnancy. She's had a lot of heartbreaks and disappointments. She and her husband, they are blessed with their baby girl. They called the baby the golden child because of all of her heartbreaks, disappointments, and mm-hmm. things, issues that she's had. But the baby's name is Reminis McKenzie. So, so congratulations. Mm-hmm. I like Remy Ma. Reminis. Yeah. All right, let's go. Real Housewives of Atlanta. So now remember on Monday during the my reality. It was the closet. The closet gate, oh, right, during crazy. my reality update. We talked about closet gate. Nene Leakes is defending herself when you remember when she ripped off the cameraman's shirt to prevent him <laughs> from going in and taping and filming what was mm-hmm. happening in her closet during her bi wig party where the girls the women on the show had to come to the party without wearing wigs, extensions, or weaves. So Candy and Portia, they took it upon themselves. They wanted to go check out Nini's closet because Candy said Nini's always talking about her famous wardrobe closet. Nini went off. She did not want the ladies in her closet. You know, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. So she was on Watch What Happens Live, and Andy Cohen asked Nini, did she overreact? about the whole situation with the whole closet gate. Take a listen. Did you overreact? <laughs> no, I did not. How are you going to overreact in your own home? If I tell you to visit me and sit right here, you need to sit right here. <laughs> you don't have the right to go through my house and open up my doors, my closets, my pantries, none of that. You would feel disrespectful. And the one thing these girls have, they are disrespecting each other's homes when they visit them. Sheree's house was disrespected. Kenya's house was disrespected. When you come to my house, you're not going to disrespect my home. Okay, so they you... were not in the right because you can't come in someone's house. First of all, they weren't even invited upstairs. They just came upstairs on their own. What do you want to say to the audience who 82% are saying they're they're on their side? I don't give a damn who's side they're on. <laughs> I don't give a damn about this poll. <laughs> I love Nene. I saw this episode. Hey, that was real. I love it. I love it. That's real. Said, I don't give a damn about, about this pose. <laughs> <laughs> this is my house. I, I love it. Know. 
Andy Cohen asked the viewers, you know, and watch uh-huh. what happens live. Steve, you've been on that show, right? Yeah, you, I think a yeah. Times. So, yeah, he has a poll for the viewers to weigh in, and so he <laughs> obviously asked the viewers whose side were they on, Nene or Candy's and Porsche. <laughs> I just love Nene though. I love her so much. Don't get no realer than that right there. But damn about this pole. She tells it just straight. <laughs> yep. So hit me up on Lips by Carla. We'll continue that conversation. Can we play that again? Uh, <laughs> you want to hear it again? Yeah. All right. One more time. Let's go. Nene, did you overreact, Andy Cohen? Did you overreact? <laughs> no, I didn't. Now, how are you going to overreact in your own home? If I tell you to visit me and sit right here, you need to sit right here. You don't have the right to go through my house and open up my doors, my closets, my pantries, none of that. You would feel disrespectful. And the one thing these girls have, they are disrespecting each other's homes when they visit them. Sheree's house was disrespected. Kenya's house was disrespected. When you come to my house, you're not going to disrespect my home. Okay. So they you... were not in the right, because you can't come in someone's house. First of all, they weren't even invited upstairs. They just came upstairs on their own. What do you want to say to the audience who 82% are saying they're they're on their side? I don't give a damn who side they are. <laughs> I don't give a damn about this poll. <laughs> <laughs> That is reality update. I just thought that was hilarious with Nene. She just kept it 100. Yes, she always does, though. That's a t shirt, yes, That's why people love her. I don't her. give a damn about this poll. <laughs> about your poll. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to tell everyone to please follow me on social media at Lips by Carla. We talk about reality update. Y'all really get into Wait, it. So I appreciate it. Our dog you. ain't saying nothing. Wait, over I'm just trying to get ready as soon as you finish, Carla. Steve has this look on his face like. What's the what's matter, you know, that's Steve? That, that's that want to get in. Oh, no. You know, if you're in somebody's house, uh, yeah, they rules apply. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm with Nene 1,000% no, yeah. on this. That's true. That's true. No. And I'm the last person to care about what you think. You know what yeah, I, mean? I get right. so sick of what people think. <laughs> you know, well, what you think. Yeah. Uh, Man, less than a. <laughs> okay. Less <laughs> than a. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love that. <laughs> All right. That's it, Shirley. We will be back at 20. I'm going to call that the LTA effect. What is that? What's that? That's less than a. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more. Thank you, Carla, of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I just can't believe the stories of personal transformation I've heard from listeners that have done D Herbs Full Body Cleanse. Guys, you have to try it. You'll lose some serious weight. You'll feel better. You'll look better. I absolutely love my results when I do the cleanse. Go to dherbs.com right now and you will thank me. Number one selling cleanse online for over a decade because it works. And right now, get a major discount at checkout with promo code radio. That's dherbs.com. Promo code radio or call 866-4-D-HERBS, 866-4-D-HERBS. All right, guys, you know, it didn't take long for Kim Jong-un to return to his old tricks. That's right. Mm. Uh, North Korea has begun rebuilding a long-range missile launch site, okay, just two days after Kim's summit with President Trump fell apart. Remember when President Trump said sometimes you just have to walk away? 
Well, this mm-hmm. is what happened when he walked away. Well, he walked away empty-handed. Yeah, though. empty-handed. <laughs> yeah, he said, sometimes you just got to walk away. We couldn't come to an agreement. Um, so North Korea has begun rebuilding a long-range missile launch site two days after Kim's summit with the president fell apart in Vietnam. Satellites photographed construction activity at the uh, Sohei launch fac- uh, facility. Analysts say the move may indicate North Korean uh, plans to demonstrate resolve in the face of U.S. rejection of North Korea's demand at the summit to lift five U.N. Security Council sanctions enacted I mean, in 2016 these sanctions are really severe, and mm-hmm. they really, really they hurt this population mm-hmm. of the people over there. But you got to do that when you're dealing with a dictator-type yes. person. Yes, oh, absolutely. And, but he's eating just fine. If you look oh, at him, okay. but there yeah. are a lot of people in North yeah. Korea that started suffering. Yeah. yeah, he ain't missing no man. No, nah, his <laughs> little, his little, little chubby. No, nah. nah. or haircut. See, fine. He's getting that. <laughs> he getting that face. Yeah, yeah he getting, getting that, that face. face. Why? Why, Why he? Yeah. But the president, our president, going to negotiate with the dictator, and then when he doesn't do what he says, you shocked. What? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, you got to sit with all rulers of the world. You got to sit with them, see if maybe you can make some sense out of it. Dictators, though. I don't know. Dictators. I mean, they, you know, you got to try to stop this idiot who has this access to these weapons. Because if he gets something started and he press a button, you know, we got to get involved here. And who wants to send their kids off anymore? No. Right. You know, so I agree with him trying to talk. But if you think you're dealing with a rational person, I think you're finding yes, out that you're not. Absolutely you're not. not. Yeah. No. Um, White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders declined to answer press questions, saying the White House doesn't comment on intelligence. Steve, she's she still hanging in much. there. I'm you keep saying th- I that. I can see it, though. Say that it's every wearing time. It's wearing her down. <laughs> yeah, Miss Sarah Huckabee. She's fading off. She's still hanging in there. Good yeah, thing. well, I'm hanging in there and wanting to be. Yeah. Kelly Conway <laughs> going to snap one day in the <laughs> In other political news, President Trump is yet another legal headache. State insurance regulators in New York are apparently investigating him. The Department of Financial Services is looking into whether President Trump inflated the value of his assets to an insurance company. It has uh, issued a subpoena to an insurance broker for records dating back as far as 2009. The subpoena follows Michael Cohen's testimony in Congress last week in which he said that Trump had inflated the value of his properties. The agency does not have authority to prosecute crimes, but can turn its findings over to prosecutors, and they could do it. So there you go. How long is this going to take, And he went to North Korea to distract from Michael Cohen's testimony. He didn't do that. He He magnified it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. No, Huckabee Sanders on her way out of there because that, that 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 security clearance about them kids yeah. that almost dropped it. She, she had nothing to say about that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know what that looks. Like. I ain't saying that. Yeah, I'm gonna get this in really quickly, guys. We didn't talk about this earlier, but Halle Berry uh, has some new ink on her back, or so it seems. It looks like she what got it. Say? It looks like she oh, got you a know new Tommy tattoo. Loves. Yeah, huh? she got a new tattoo. It's a picture of a vine tattoo. It goes from the nape of her neck down to the base of her spine. Yes, She Lord. showed it off on Instagram. Where's the picture? Uh, yesterday on her oh, Instagram. Instagram. Where Pull are it the up. pictures? Pull it up so I can see it. <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Back with more Hallie. That's what Boo. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So R. Kelly is back in custody at Cook County Jail for failure uh, to pay his back child support $161,000 in full 
to get out, and uh, he's due back in court on March 13th. During his interview with the wonderful Gail King, R. Kelly denied the allegations against him. He was visibly emotional throughout the interview. At one point, he was raising his voice. He was standing up. And at another, he was talking through tears. R. Kelly claims that the parents of the women that he lives with, he lives with two women, he calls them his girlfriends, the parents willingly handed their daughters over to him and raised objections only when they stopped getting paid. Take a listen. Azrael Clary, what can you tell? What is your relationship with her? Right now, I'm seeing her. You were seeing yeah, her. Yeah, she's 21. I'm seeing her. She's 21. Yeah. But did you start seeing her at 17? Absolutely not. Did you have sex with her when she was 17? Absolutely not. Although her parents wanted me to. No, her parents I, claim they have text messages that show that you had sex with her when claim, she was 17. Claim. So you're saying you did not have sex with her Absolutely when she was 17? Absolutely not. You are with two women right now. You love them. They say they love you. What kind of love is it that keeps these these young women away from their families? Their when families are saying. These. I'm talking right now about Jocelyn because you and know Azure. I'm gonna answer your question. What, what kind, kind of, of love father, is that? What kind of father? What kind of mother will sell their daughter to a man? Who did that? How come it was okay for me to see them until they wasn't getting no money from it? Why would you take your daughter, if I were going to take my daughter and she's 19 years old to a 49-year-old icon, whatever, celebrity, or R. Kelly concert, or whoever it is, I'm not going to put her on the stage and leave her. I'm going to take her to the concert. Their father is more into my music and know about my music than they do. You're saying the, the parents handed their daughters Azurel and Jocelyn over to you? Is that what you're saying to us? Absolutely. Are the cameras you, still you, going? Yes. Absolutely. Woo! Hey man, this crazy oh. right here. It's it's this I mean, is crazy. This, this, this is shame. Yeah, I mean. No, I mean like like on another level of of ignorance. Yeah, this I, is this he, is, he this is beyond, man. I he should have never done. You know, man. I think he's he doesn't understand it, doesn't. the damage he's doing to himself. The fact that you trying, what kind of father and mother sells their daughter or gives their daughter away to a 49-year-old icon? Or celebrity. Or, or celebrity, whatever. whatever it is, like me. Oh, man, hey, my, my what? man. Listen to me. What? Do you, do you hear what you're saying? Yeah. What kind of icon accepts these yeah. kids? Hey, dog, come on. <laughs> dog, exactly. you can't come up around me. No. Hey, man, let me tell you something. On, on Family Feud, that was a young girl on family. Had a whole family. They was from L.A. Man, really, really nice family. Mm -hmm. The man, he had three daughters. We were joking the whole show because I got four daughters. Mm -hmm. So we all standing there, and she tapped me. She said, "Mr. Harvey, can you explain to me again what you were saying?" She was about 21, 22. I said, "Hold on, let me get your father over here," mm -hmm. and I called her daddy over there, mm -hmm. and I said, "My man, your daughter just asked me a question. We off TV." You, you want to stand here while I'm talking to you? He said, show, Steve, go ahead. And then I handle it like that. Because, uh, see, yeah. I, I don't have conversations with men's 2019-year-old yeah. kids, man, with yeah. me, my old ass. All right, when we come back, we'll close out the show with our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day. All right, Steve. Hit us with your closing remarks. What do you have for us today? Uh, just some more encouragement. Um, 
I want to try to give you a mindset. And you can pick and choose whichever you like, but I want to try to give you a mindset to succeed with. I I want you all to start thinking about your goals, your visions, and your dreams. And I want you to think of them like they're long overdue. Have you wanted something for so long that you think that it's long overdue? Have you ever dreamt of something so many times and it's yet to happen that you kind of feel like it's long overdue? I want you to take that feeling that it's long overdue and I want you to internalize that feeling because what I want you to do is I want you to take that feeling and I want you to use it as your motivation to pursue your dreams and goals because some of you are right. It's long overdue. Now, some of you may feel that way because you're just impatient, but however you want to look at it, I want you to take that long overdue feeling And I want you to use it as your motivation to spur you to get at it. Take that long overdue feeling and start looking at your life in terms of, you know what? Now's the time. Now is the time. There is no better time than now. Don't worry about getting all your ducks lined up in a row because they don't line up. Don't wait till the perfect time because there is no such a time. You gotta remember that there's a force out there that don't want you to succeed. His job, the devil's job, is to throw blocks in your path, to throw temptation in your path, to test you all along the way. All God needs us to do is pass these tests. You're not gonna pass all of them, but he wants your best effort. But you gotta act like now's the time. You've got to develop a sense of urgency. This thing that's long overdue, this thing that's long overdue, the time for it to start happening is now, and I have to develop, and you have to develop a sense of urgency to get it done. It's this sense of urgency that spurs you. It springs you into action. See, the hospital is filled with rooms of care and all like this. But you got different divisions. Now, if you in uh, ICU, intensive care unit, it's intensive care. They in there watching you all the time. They got you monitored regularly. You hooked up to machines. It's down there at the nurse's station. You in ICU. They got the emergency room. That's set up for people who are stuffed and popped off unexpectedly and you need some care right away. Now, the fact that you got to sit there and wait on your right away all this time is still the emergency room. But you want to approach your life with a sense of urgency. You don't have to sit there and get put on hold like they do at the hospital, fill out the paperwork. You got to develop a sense of urgency. Because if it's long overdue and now is the time, you might as well develop a sense of urgency. Your success, your dreams and visions of, of happening and occurring have to be critical. 
they have to be critical. It's got to be critical. You have to perform in your life like you are in a state of being critical. This is critical. It's critical, y'all, that you become successful. It's critical. It's tied to your happiness, your success, your well-being. It's critical. This ain't something, man, that we can casually deal with. It has to be critical to you. You have to have it in your mind that being happy and being successful is something that you can't live without. Why not? Do you know how many negative things people feel is overdue that they have a sense of urgency? Junkies, addicts. It's a sense of urgency for them, and it's a negative thing. I got to get high. I got to get my fix. Do you know that people develop sense of urgencies and 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 and, and things being critical over so many negative things? I got to get down there to happy hour. I got to get more likes on my page. I got to do something that I don't really feel comfortable doing because I got to get more likes. I got to show some parts of my body I really don't want to show, but I'm trying to get some likes. I'm trying to get my followers up. Do you know how many people are feeling critical about that? How many people are approaching that negativity with a sense of urgency that they can't live without? Well, let me explain something to you. You should feel that way about your success and you should feel that way about your happiness. That is critical, man. It's overdue. Now's the time. You have to have a sense of urgency. Your happiness and success is critical to your well-being. You cannot live without it. That's the mindset you have to have towards your success. If you don't, you're not going to be successful. I'm sorry. I hate to tell you, but you won't be. Successful people feel that way. It's critical. Get critical about your happiness and about your success and get it done. Y'all have a great weekend. All right, Steve, you too. All right. Yeah, it's Thursday. Thanks, huh? Get after Good, it. Steve. Yeah. Critical, yeah. I'm finna go get after it. Mm-hmm. Rat, rat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey! For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 